So I, um, I basically couldn't move after the surgery, right? Like I'm stuck in the, in this, uh, in the bed yeah. and I'm waiting for, um, you know, in the morning they come in and they give me all of the meds and yada, yada, yada. And I get up and take a piss in one of the, um, big jugs mm-hmm. and put the jug down and the, the lady comes in and she's like, Oh, like here, do you want this food or this? And I was like, yeah, I'll get that one. Thanks. And then I was like, Oh, also, sorry. Um, could you just uh, take this for me? I didn't know that there was separate. I just thought she was a nurse. Right. And I was like, Oh, could you take this for me? And she's like, Oh yeah. What? She picks it up and she's like, Oh, what is it? And I was like, Oh, I'm pissed in it. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, and she puts it back. She's like, oh, no, no, no. Like, I'm just, I'm working the cafeteria. <laughs> Lunch like, lady. That's, that's not my job. I was like, What's up, nerds? Welcome back to the Barflies Podcast, episode 76 today, joined always by my good friend and comrade, Alexander Russell, and today's special guest, uh, Tully Moffat. Good day, gentlemen. How are you? <laughs> yes. Glad to have you on, mate. We've been, we've been keen to have you on, um, along with a couple of other people, but we've we finally, finally some schedules aligned. For, well, fortunately, but unfortunately for you, seeing as though you've just had some shoulder surgery. So we've been able to we've been able to pin you down and get you on here. Yeah, yeah. Look, I think since I've had the surgery, I was fully expecting I'd be I'd be back in action straight away because mm. because my left shoulder I've done that eons ago, mm. ten times. Eons that, like, ago, eons, mate. Good description. Well, because I I think I've dislocated it like five or six times, mm. and then literally I dislocated it two weeks before I got surgery on my right. And That's so hectic. I thought, you know, I'd be back back in action in a week, but the pain has been serious, a lot more, a lot worse. So your right one's been your bad one. Is no, that my, the one you've been waiting to get surgery on? No, so my no. left has been the bad one. And then I've, you did your right and then that became the more urgent surgery. <laughs> mm. All right, this is going to sound so dumb. I have dislocated my left like five times, six times. Yeah. Right, I've never had an issue with. Yeah. And in the cricket season, this the most recent one, just randomly it started hurting a little bit. Not a bad, like not bad pain. And then it just wouldn't go away. After like months, I was like, screw it, I'll get a MRI. Yeah. Checked it out and little tear. And because it's my right, it's like if I, I want to go and play cricket in the UK. Yeah. So if if I want to go and do that and bowl and throw, I need to get it done on my right. Yeah, but my yeah. left is a lot worse. Okay. So but yeah, so and then I literally dislocated my left like two weeks before I got surgery on my right. That's so hectic. I was thinking I am going to be in a world of strife in two two slings, but my left healed very quickly, which is nice. And oh, then awesome. and then well we're at the pub on Sunday and you were saying that when you're getting the surgery, they found extra extra things wrong with your shoulder. It wasn't just like they went in there and they went, Oh sweet, just like the one and done. It was like, Oh, you actually had a couple also mini tears in your shoulder. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that that was like a thing that they would do, mm. but they just did a full search of my shoulder. <laughs> like right. they, they checked out the whole – because the, the tear was in the front that they knew of. Mm. 
and there was another tear in the back that they didn't know of. Right. So apparently surgeons, when they're going under, when you're under, they're like, oh, may as well just might as well have, rest, a, <laughs> have a look under the hood while we're here. Yeah. Well, you may as well while you're there, I suppose. Mm. What were you? What did you guys do on Sunday? You guys were at the pub. We did. We went to. Well, it was Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Oh, was it Saturday? No, Sunday. 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 Easter Sunday. Yep. Sorry. Uh, yeah, Easter Sunday. Great night. We yeah, that was a fun night actually. We uh, Turner, Tully, myself, and Isaac went down to the Great Harbour Bolo. Nice. Watched the footy. Had a couple jugs of beer. Tully was kind of just spectating. Sober, mate. He was sober. Um, Did that hurt you? It sucks because I'm on these tablets that are like it's like heroin tablets, so like opioids. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, so I was just sitting there. Just laughing along while yeah. the boys got a little silly. We got yeah, progressively no. more sloshed. <laughs> yeah, no. um, we were getting jugs as well. Um, and it was at your favourite venue, Hubbard yeah. Bolo. And so we were there. We were just watching the footy. Just kind of just, just hanging out really. Not really doing too crazy. Small punt club. Um, <laughs> medium levels of success. Huge success. We then went into Manly. And you know what? Isaac showed me and Turner, or Turner and I a drink. That I had not had before, I've now tasted, and they are bloody delicious. Have you ever had a baby Guinness? No. Have you had a baby Guinness? I've before? never had one. I've been banging on about them. My God, awesome! What are they? It's Kahlua and Bailey's. So it's like it's pretty much, you know, maybe almost a full shot of Kahlua, and then you do so it's probably a shot of Kahlua, and then you do half a shot of Bailey's, and it kind of it just looks like a small Guinness. Because the Bailey's gives it the creamy top, the top yeah. and then the uh, Kahlua is the black. And it tastes awesome. Yeah. We did a couple rounds of those. I'd love that. Yeah, I you would love that, actually. Because yeah. it's like the coffee liqueur. Yeah. The yeah. And we did and we did it. We did a round, and then these people, who I'm pretty sure was on a date, uh, with a, I don't know what, in situ at this point. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, the boys, the boys hit the circuit. Yeah, yeah. In situ, yeah, you know. And, yeah. And these people came up to our table and asked us what they were. So that's how you know you've ordered the right thing. Mm. It's that people are doing that. <laughs> nice. um, I don't know if I've ever had that. Really? It's Someone, to me a couple well, I mean, times. I don't really, no one's going to come up and ask you what beer you've got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, that, that dude, beer that looks beer fucking so insane. Yeah. Amazing, yeah. <laughs> cocktail. You'd do it for maybe a cocktail. Yeah. Yeah. If you walk past someone and you saw something that looked absolutely Divine, yeah. delicious, refreshing. Yeah. I'm, I'm one to at a restaurant if I see a meal that looks mm. tasty as. And it's like a new restaurant that you've never been to. Yeah. Mm. Just a tap What's on the shoulder. What's that? Yeah. Order the waiter. What's that? What's that? What's that over there? Take it. Yeah. Hey, mate, do you mind if I just – I don't know you, but can I just have some off your, your plate, please? Uh, um, how's your weekend? We've got a couple of recaps. A couple of recaps. We've got three people's worth of recaps. Hold on. I'm just going to do this so that everyone can see. Okay, my weekend was good. I spent the first three days of it working. Um, Easter, Easter Sunday with mum and then Easter Monday just chilling at home. Played Monopoly last night, so that was, that was good. The, okay, you know how I'm always talking about how people ask me for directions? Yeah. Okay, so this happens a lot. Tully, I don't know if you're aware of this. As you listen to the pod sometimes, you may be aware of this, that I get asked semi-regularly, like it happened during the week as well, and I messaged Cody. It was in DY, someone asked me for directions. It's kind of leveled up now. It's leveled up. 
I was driving to Palm Beach for work on Friday morning and I stop at Avalon service, the shell at Avalon, get some, get some petrol. And as I'm filling up, I kind of looking around this guy with, he's got his like older bloke, probably like 55 or something. He's got some shopping bags some milk, bread, whatever comes up to me. He goes, Hey mate. I go, Hey, he goes, this is at about seven o'clock in the morning. He goes, are you driving up to Palmy? I was going, oh, yeah. He goes, can I have a lift? <laughs> and I just kind of went, oh, I guess so. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, you know, I pay for the petrol, come back out, get in the car. He goes, oh, thanks, mate, like blah, blah, blah. And then he proceed, proceeds to talk the whole way there. I didn't get a word in. I did not get a word. I was just like, holy fuck, this is – I'm kind of regretting this decision now because he was just yapping my ear off. Yeah. But he was just talking about how he lost his license. And he could have told me this story in about three seconds, but he took 10 minutes to do it. And pretty much in essence, he got caught four times in three weeks on his mobile phone while driving. And as he's getting, he's like, hey, mate, well, nice to meet you. Appreciate that. And uh, don't go on your phone while you drive. And cheers. Thanks. I got that. I gathered that was the moral of the story. But yeah, strange, huh? That is bizarre. So now I'm thinking if I want to monetize this, because I'm getting asked for directions and now I'm giving people lifts. Put the switch. I've got to become an Uber driver. That's the only kind of way for me to go. Or taxi driver. I think you could monetize it better maybe. I don't or know maybe a tour guide or a tour guide or something. Yeah. 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 Tour something involving that kind of. How are you just that approachable? I don't know. I don't know. I don't what was, where was it? Where, in where, Avalon. No, where did he, like, so he had his bags. His groceries, yeah. So. How did he get there? I don't know. Probably <laughs> just caught the bus. Probably just caught the 199 or hitchhiked off someone else. That is hilarious that he just, like, at what point in your life do you go, ah, oh, screw it, I'm just going to ask this random person if yeah. they're going the exact direction that I <laughs> Yeah. <need." laughs> it's like, Maybe oh, like, I don't get it. I just think it's leveled up. It's leveled up. Avalon is a bizarre part of the world. Yeah, it's fairness. the bubble up there. But it was, you know, strange things that are happening. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how you how you take that to the next level. Maybe you wear like a a t shirt says "Looking for directions." Yeah, and then, I don't know. I can help. Maybe a priceless on the back. Or yeah, <laughs> I should try. I should acquire favors from people for them. You know, asking me for these things. Yeah, because that guy. Because that I should have went to that guy. What have you got in the grocery bags? Give me something. Yeah, you give I me. I do it for like a music bar and go. Yeah, like you got a couple of rice crackers or some cans of tuna in there, mate. <laughs> and I'm over. I'm pretty sure he had some sourdough bread in there. Easter nice. eggs? Could have had Easter eggs. Could have had Easter eggs. Were you going to work? Yeah, I was up at, I was going to Patonga. Uh, so I was going up there. Is that work? Like, how much are you getting paid up there? Well, it was double. It was double rates. Oh, yeah. And then they pay you to get the ferry across and back. Okay, that's true. And that is half an hour, which pretty much as long as it takes me to drive up there anyway. Yeah. So then I'm – and on the ferry, I'm just kind of – I go for a – I might try and have a nap. I got my phone, watch the prem, watch footy. Yeah. I'm not doing anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so getting paid to sit you're there. getting paid to travel pretty much. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely worth it. It was, yeah, it's it's not too bad. It's just like, obviously it feels like a very long way to go, but it's worth it for the pay. Do you know what I find is bizarre about ASOS? What? Um, that Woolies is closed. Is Coles closed as well? Yeah, they're is all it? closed. The whole Marrickville Metro was closed on Easter Friday. Yeah, good Friday. Friday, everything's closed. Yeah. The pubs are open. Yeah, are but that's because... Oh, you like couldn't sell, sell alcohol on no, Friday. No takeaways. No takeaways. All the pubs are open. 
I'm like, how is the pub open? Because people go. Is closed? Because people go out. You know. No, I get that, but I'm just like in my mind. Surely, like, like when you think about Christmas, yeah, like Woolies is the last thing to close. Like it's open. Yeah. Till the very end. Yeah. And like, I'm just like, I'm confused that 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 I like the whole shopping center was locked. Like I drove up to the top car park. I couldn't get in the shopping center. Really? Yeah. Wow. I just thought it was a bit bizarre. I I never know what's open and closed in those days. You just kind of hit and hope. Yeah, you just go. You just go. And if it's open, it's open. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That's your day off. I need to get groceries done. True. I had no food. Just go to Woolies Metro. Go to the little. They're all closed. Service stations. Really? Well, that was. We we took a risk, and this is you might know. You know Upper Crust. Yeah. So we drove past Upper Crust, saw it was open when we picked up Xander, and. Isaac vouches that cherries in Harbord is better than Upper Crust. Mm. And we had to make the decision, do we stop at Upper Crust or risk going to cherries? Where's cherries? Cherries is on that set of shops in Harbord as you're going down Harbord Road. And if you're okay. going left, you'd be at Harbord Oval. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was oh, open. Where the really I've cheap service station yeah, is. Yeah, There's a bottle of stuff there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it was open. So... Correct. Good job, Isaac. Well done. Is yeah. it better than Upper Crust? I don't know, but we got, we got the yummy. chili beef one. It was, yum, fucking, yum, 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 it was yum. pretty good, mate. I would, I, I rated it. I rated it very highly. Nice. Would recommend a lot of hardboard, hardboard activity in this Easter long weekend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But it was, uh, it was a good time. One thing I noticed, though, when I was at work, um, a lot of people bring their dogs out. Obviously, they go for a walk around. They take the dog with them. Pretty standard practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, obviously, if you've got a pretty cute dog, people are going to want up and pat it. Uh, but also, unaware to many people, a lot of dogs have social anxiety. Yeah, I actually didn't know this was a thing. Yeah, and this is the thing, right? Why the hell would you take a dog with social anxiety to a cafe or a public busy place? You wouldn't take a person with social anxiety out there. Why don't you take a dog? I literally saw a kid go up to pat this thing and the lady literally was like, no, 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 no. Don't pat him, don't pat him, don't pat him. And this dog was like, like oh getting ready God. to fucking go with this kid. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, right. So I don't know. I was just like, because obviously the dog would be going, oh, awesome. Like, I'm going to go for a walk today. And then they get in the car and they're like, wait a second, this is in the dog park. And they pull up to a fucking cafe restaurant and they're going oh no and they're just teased as well they're just sitting there dogs just want food yeah they're just sitting there looking yeah. at the food yeah. they don't get a walk they they're just in the, they just get a drive to sit and watch other people eat food and be scared of the other kids yeah around. <laughs> and just be freaked out the whole time do you ever as a dog owner like do you have a dog as well yeah yeah do you guys as dog owners take your dogs to like i don't cafes? No. I what's before. the benefit of a dog going to a I think for a swimmer, unless you're just like taking the dog, unless you got to walk a little bit to get to the cafe, like, do, yeah, it depends where the locate. Like Ziggy, I might if I'm walking up to narrowing the shops when I live there, I would take him sometimes. Yeah, but you'll probably just stop him. Yeah, I'm just yeah. there for two yeah, minutes yeah, and then I leave. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, my dog is like legitimately obsessed with food, yeah. so he will. If there was enough food on the ground, he would eat himself to death. And yeah, so, yeah. like, when you take him to... He gets really distressed that you don't give him any food. And then he'll start barking and stuff. So right. you actually can't take my dog. Yeah, fair. Ziggy got... Apparently, Ziggy got high the other day. He got high? At, well, not high, but what happened was <laughs> at uh, Dad's property because there's cane toads there. 
and they kind of venomous to dogs and whatnot, and he somehow managed to get one in his mouth, but then um, he dropped it or whatever. I can't really remember what happened in that fact of the story. But it didn't release the full venom, but he still got the kind of coating of it. And apparently he was walking around like like banging into stuff and dad was oh like, oh, he looked like he was just tripping balls or like yeah, really right. high walking around it's for like, like a full day. Yeah. Hypnotoid from Futurama. Yeah, yeah. literally. <laughs> he licked Hypnotoid and he was cooked, mate. He was yeah. cooked. That's pretty funny. Yeah, he looked like half of Pitch. No, no, no. Well, maybe not get into that. Yeah, we're going to move on. We're going to move on. Um. Um, how's my weekend? Yeah, how was your weekend? You all sounded <laughs> pretty awesome. We got my weekend. I had an actual jam-packed weekend in the end. Um, Friday night just hit the pub at like midday, maybe one. Where were you on Friday, by the way? Were you on the beaches? Uh, you on the beaches yeah, yeah. Friday? I've been. At, I'm. We watched the, the footy on Friday night. True. Yeah, yeah. We were. Um, we just went to BBH and like midday, and then that kind of ended you up. You went to where? BBH Botany View. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, that's all right, mate. Yeah, not local. Mate, not local. Lingo, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, and then that kind of rolled into Bad Friday because Mac and Knife were playing at Music of House and Booze, like just up the road. Mm. And Dave, I was like, I'll put you on the door. I was like, all right, I'm in. I'll come. Is in you work the door? No, as in he'll put my name on. I'd say, hey. VIP. Yeah, VIP. VIP. Wow. It's not really a big deal. Wow. Um, that was actually unreal. I had a great time. All the bands that played were awesome. Mm. Uh, what kind of music was it? Just the same kind of music as Mac the Knife? No, no, no. Mac the Knife played. They were like punk, and then I forget the band that played after. Where they were kind of like a, kind of like you know bands that have like tambourines and stuff in them, and they all just kind of look like they're having heaps of fun. Up right? There. Yeah. Um, like that kind of fourteen-piece band you showed me from around here, and yeah, like that Jay, disco yeah. funk. Yeah, yeah. It's on, yeah. Like disco kind of like just pop. I don't even right. know what you would call just, it. Just, just, just like vibes, mate. Just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just vibing. Yeah, literally. Just vibing. And then like the... What do you play? Yeah. <laughs> and then the main guy played. And like, have you been to the... Have you been there? Have you been to Music of House and Booze? No. Like the band room was absolutely packed for this last guy. His name is Dante. And he plays like really like a... Th- it's almost like ethereal... Cool name. Rap. I don't even know what you would call it. It's like very like synthy and just like... Almost like beautiful music. I don't right. even know how you would really describe it, but... Beautiful great time rap. nonetheless. Mm. Um, Saturday rolls around. I was actually out with Jodes on Friday night and she was like, oh, because I mentioned that my cousin's partner who plays at Port Adelaide in the AFL, Flex. Name drop. Illyria Lear. <sighs> um, he was playing in Sydney because they were playing the Swans. Mm-hmm. And my cousin was like, oh, we got spare tickets if you want to come. And I was like, oh, I'm working. I'd love to though. And I mentioned it to Jodes on Friday and she was like, oh, I'll take the shit. Oh. Like I can do it. What a I legend. Yeah. What a legend. So Jodes... Out of nowhere, saved me and got to go to the footy on Sunday, Saturday night. First AFL game. You've ever been to? Yeah. What Who did you first? think? First AFL really? game. How was the, how was the crowd at Dude, the SCG? Was really it good. Pop, was it busy? It was like, they get, yeah, the whole stadium felt full, but like there was def- it was, felt like maybe 75% capacity. It's pretty good. Like, you know how you can kind of see the crowd and there's like, like lots of seats in the mm. crowd, but the crowd still looks full. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Okay. So. AFL Live, I reckon, is one of the best. Or like, yeah, it's compared awesome to, to on like watching it on TV, is so much better. Yeah. Because you can watch like in the back play where the ball isn't, you'll just like see a bunch of guys having a fight yeah. or like yeah, pushing yeah. and shoving. Like, yeah. there's so much going on not where the ball. I'm is on an extension of that. I would never sit down and watch a game of ice hockey, but 
I would definitely go and watch a game of ice hockey because I reckon it would be sick just to watch them just fucking beefing the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Just sure. smashing each other. Well, that's the thing with League. Like, it's almost arguably better to watch on TV because mm. yeah. you're just following the ruck the whole time. Yeah. As fun as it is to go to the game. But, like, the whole crowd of the AFL, like, they're, they're like, they're not singing songs per se, but, like, they're just all involved and they're all active. Like, mm. I don't know. It's not like they're all, like, when you're at the footy, sometimes you feel like everyone's kind of just talking to their mates. It's, like, yeah. quiet at times. Like, the AFL, like, everyone's, like, banging the seats and, like, mm. clapping the whole time and... Mate, it's it's all going on. Um, Got a bit more of an atmosphere. Totally. Feels a bit more like totally. cult, Aussie culture-y than yeah. NRL as, as much as I love NRL. True. I feel like. More like how the Premier League is in um, Scotland, England. Yeah. And like how football is in Europe. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'd agree. Yeah. So. And then bio uh, reports, you got to head into the sheds. Is that yeah, true? Yeah, went into, the, went into the sheds. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Did you? And you went with Kate as well? Yeah, Kate yeah. came too. So I was like, my uncle, my cousin. I know you guys have been going out for a while, but it's still like a bit of a flex for you to be like, yeah, I know people. I know professional sports. <laughs> yeah, I you know, know. I know. Yeah. Well, that was the first time I'd actually met it. That was the first time I met Aaliyah. Right. So that was cool. Just kept being in like when, because the Swans Port game was like back and forth. Um, and mm. as we were just discussing, Port like won it on the bell essentially. Or Swans had a chance to win on the bell and they didn't get up. And he came up with the game winning play Aaliyah, as well. Aaliyah made the the, the, the game winning play um, which was cool. Former Swans player also. Yep. 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 So that was pretty sick. And then he won a TV somehow. He won oh for like a play of the game. We don't know. We were walking out of the sheds and like Sabina found out she's his partner. And she was like oh he just won a TV. Do you know <laughs> what TV? How big we talking It was about? like a it was like a I don't know. It was a good TV. Put it this way. It was like an awesome Not as good when as you, the TV that you probably have at your house now that Ed lives you, there. We have two <laughs> massive TVs. How one good is the broken. mega TV? Oh, one of them broke. The mega TV? The mega TV no. broke. And so we're using the still, I would say, uh, giant TV, but not quite mega. But, yeah. Are you have getting you, the other one fixed? We, well, it's been, we've been in talks to fix it for the best part of three months. Jacob and Ed are, you know, back and forthing, but about whether to actually do it or not. No, just saying, yeah, all right, this weekend, it's happening. Right, this right. weekend's going on. Okay. Yeah, so it's going to get done at some stage. Eventually, the TV's too good to not. It's just sitting in uh, the house. For yeah. context, for context, mega TV or mega TVs. There's one 85 inch TV, <laughs> and then there's a 55 or 65 inch TV. Um, the 85, they and they're side to side. And their Eds, they had them at their old house on the beaches and now their new place in Erskineville, they have it. Yeah. And it just watching a movie and or footy or PS4 or whatever is just infamous. In, in, uh, in infinitely? infinitely better. That was <laughs> yeah. the word I was looking for. It is oh, just an experience. Well, really. and I'll tell you what else. When, when Ed spoiled. moved in um, and he bought the big TV... There's this big gap under the TV, right? And the the volume from the TV isn't that great. And I was like, Ed's bringing the massive TV. I need to do my part. Bought a brand new soundbar. Nice. Mate, you turn on KO and it goes, ding, ding. (laughs) (laughs) That actually actually gets me toey. (laughs) You know what? Someone was using, I was on break at work, you know, busy shift, get just a small amount of time to have something to eat. So I was doing team leading on the shift. Small time I have something to eat and maybe watch, you know, one of the KO minis catch up, you know, 10 minutes. Yeah. 
I log on. I get two minutes in. Someone is using my Kaya account. Someone, someone somehow got the login. <laughs> and I was – it goes, there are too many active streams. So then I, I quickly like got rid of the stream and I went to the accounts and then I deleted all the other accounts. And I, so now I just have mine. And then it fixed. Do you know who was on it? I don't know. Have you given? You don't give your KO out though, do you? I know there's like two people I've given it to, right? Ever. And then so I don't know what they've done with it, but because I believe I asked you at some point and I got a hard no. No, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. <laughs> I gave it to my sister once, and then she she gave it to someone else. So I she's been taken off, and then I think I gave it to <laughs> oh, no. yeah. And so she was gone. She's gone. Her name. She made her account. Her account name. Was Clit Finder on KO. Nice. That's what she did. So very nice, Ailey. Um, so it's nice to have gotten rid of yeah. that as yeah. well. It feels good. Feels yeah, it feels good clean. that. Yeah, it feels like feels like you know it's nice not to look at that. And then I don't know who the other. Maybe it was Ryan was yelling. But anyway, KO is now back in my we watch, possession. We should watch Origin at Flora. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no uh, opposition to that. No qualms. Literally no qualms. using using the uh, big TV with the sound bar. Watching a movie, it's just it's next level. Yeah, and it's got it's got its own sub, mate. It's that actually Atmos sounds any any uh, you know what, what would you call it? People who care about soundbars, Atmos is the uh, thing. It bounces off the <laughs> roof, apparently. Bounces off the roof. You get full 360 wow. uh, volume. Well, Blav just bought one as well, apparently. Because uh, he me. also got a brand new TV and he was like, I should get a soundbar. Uh, yeah, he's been over and he's been impressed. So yeah, that's what's happened. A, bla- yeah. a man of Blav's caliber would be impressed by a soundbar. He's only human, to yeah. be fair. Now... Very well covered in podcasts, many episodes. Um, SPG, we've discussed it a lot. We've both been, um, of course, Cody missed the one with COVID, etc. We've covered one. that well. Didn't, I was just giving some context, well, you know. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, but anyway, but Tully is kind of the person who organizes these events, and there is a couple others that also do help you out. Um, but. You know, I we were going to ask you a couple of questions about this, like what goes into organizing it, you know, and even because before SPG, you had the Fritz stuff. Yep. <clears throat> so do you just want to tell us a bit about that? Yeah. Yeah. So the first thing that we did, uh, Ryan and I. Um, Ryan of Pub Roaches fame. Mm. Context. Yeah. Yes, Pub Roaches He's fame. got his mitts all over this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> he was rent free on this podcast. <laughs> He and I started running events. We It was sort of one of those things where we our whole group had got into DJing for a while. We were all into going to festivals and whatnot. And, you know, we wanted to go and play at clubs. And a few people wanted to play at clubs, but we couldn't really figure out how to get in there. And eventually Ryan and I, one night, were like, we should just email or call one of the places. Um, so we called up the Burdekin. The guy, the owner was like, yeah, come in. We'll have a chat had a quick chat for five, 10 minutes. We thought it was going to be a big process of mm. like, you know, we've got to pay this and we got to do that and yada, yada. He was literally like, yeah, top room's yours just as long as you make $3,000 on the bar. Like, it's all yours. Sick. So you and that's 300 drinks. Essentially, yeah. yeah. They actually were also good at uh, – they gave us a three-hour happy hour for $5 drinks for the start so that was like a good selling point for our first couple of events mm. so what like did you did you literally just go there 
and you're like, hey, I know this is just me and my mate, but we want to put it on an event. Can we do it? And yeah. they're like, yeah. Yeah, we basically said, look, we we know a bunch of people who are DJs. They'll bring their friends, even though they were all just our mates. Yeah. Um, they'll bring their friends, you know, we'll do this and that. And he was like, yeah, look, the, the top floor is sort of reserved for testing stuff out. And it's, um, you know, 200 capacity or however many, I can't remember. And yeah, you basically said, as long as you get that, it's no cost to you. If you, it is a risk though. If you don't get that, then you have to pay the difference in the three grand. Yeah. So say, say you only do one and a half grand on the bar, then they will charge you one and a half grand. Yeah. But we had, um, we did the events free at the start. So normally the way that it works is, you know, you charge 10 bucks or whatever, and then you get the money at the door and then you don't have to pay anything else. But they were nice enough that they said after three grand, we'll give you 10% of the bar. Mm. So the first few events, we made a couple hundred bucks. So um, you cleared the three grand pretty easily? Yeah. Three grand's not it's that not much. Not yeah. It's not heads. Um, but at the same time, you know, we're completely trusting their word on how much we were spending. Like mm. we didn't have any, you know, Metric vision of that. So yeah. they sort of were like, oh yeah, you guys uh, made like 300 bucks yeah. or something like we could have done 10 grand on the bar. I have no idea. So. Yeah. But obviously this was all just for, for fun. So um, we did that for a while, um, did a few different events here and there. They were going really well at the start. Um, everyone was keen to get around it um, and we learned a lot doing it. So I think as a pretense to SPG, uh, Frips was like 100% necessary because mm. we learned so much stuff that we were able to use in SPG, which we'll go into later. But um, I don't know, it, it was... It definitely sort of toward the end of our Fripps career was died off a little. Yeah, but um, that is also COVID started happening then as well. Yeah, which kind of fucked it. We had so we had um, <laughs> we had uh, Fripps, which started running. We we're running events too often. People who were our mates were like, it was oversaturated. People mm. were like, oh, if I don't go to this one, I can go to the next one. And then yeah. when you have that mindset, then it becomes like you just never go. Yeah, oh, I can just go to the next one. I yeah. can go to the next one. Um, and so then it started becoming, we were reaching out to randoms and then it sort of drifted away from us running our mates and it became that. And so we eventually were like, screw it. We want to come back and do something in Manly. Our main goal forever was to do something in Manly. And we got approached by some guy, um, who asked us if we wanted to do like a combined, uh, partnership with like their collective and ours, um, and make tropics. And we made one that ran events at Tropicana mm. um, and the event went really, really well. And then after the first event, he literally went, oh, look, I've actually just started a new job. So I'm just going to stop, but you can keep doing it. Yeah. So Ryan and I ran Tropics in uh, Manly for a while and we started running an event every Tuesday, which was going off. Mate, yeah, we, that was going off, yeah, I remember. Yeah. We stole the uh, Shark Bar Tuesday night. Yeah. And... Yeah, they were going really, really well. Um, we were making a good amount of money. Like each event would be making about a grand. Yeah. Um, and it was all in cash. Sick. So that was hectic. So just, sorry, just before you go, like this guy who approached you about um, taking over in Manly, yeah. did he approach you from what you'd done with Fripps? Had he like, was he someone our age? Like how did he come in contact with you? Yeah, so he's he was our age. Um, he had a very similar thing to us, but he was from the North Shore. Yeah. So he had a similar brand to us. Um, I think, not I think, I know that his brand was a lot more successful than ours, than Fripps had become. Fripps had definitely sort of taken a turn um, where our events weren't doing very well. 
Um, so that's another reason why we wanted to shift into Manly because it was closer. Well. Um, and then when he said that, we were like, oh, that's perfect. Like, we'll give that a crack. And from Tropics, Fripps fell right off. So we stopped yeah. really doing that. And as you said, COVID um, became a thing, yep. which really uh, put the brakes on. Like, we, we ran, I think, five or six of these. We called them Tropicana Tuesdays. Yeah. Um, and it was like, it was 18-year-old Central. It was classic. But we had, like... Everyone in Manly on Tuesday, we had lines, like huge lines out the door. Mm. Um, people like super keen to get in. Occasionally people would be, because I was like semi somehow the bouncer, which is kind of funny. Like I would be standing at the front and like doing all the checks and yeah. stuff because I'm not doing anything on the night anyway. And like checking people's IDs and people are so desperate to get in and the big bouncer would be like, no, no, no. And then people would come up to me and be like, oh, dude, like if I give you like 50 bucks, can I come in? And I'd be like, yep. Give me 50 bucks, go. Like, <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care if you're in there. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like obviously it's the bouncer's job to not let him in, but if he – and he reckons he's too drunk. If he's drunk enough to give me 50 bucks and the bouncer's not looking at it, go on, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so we had a few of those. Like, it was good fun. We were running those events a lot. We had like – you know, we were getting like Alex Hayes and a few like semi-influencer people in yeah. and Tropicana was – like blowing up on Tuesdays and then was it ever like was it ever like overwhelming at any points we ever like oh my god there is so many people here I feel out of my depth or were you always kind of just like oh whatever yeah no it was pretty like it was classic we were like Ryan and I sort of ran the show there like we had full reign on uh I could just go up to the bar and be like like all the bartenders knew us they'd just give us free drinks whenever so we could it was it was can I just interject here I was going there with like Tully and Ryan it was great because you would not buy, you would not pay for a drink, and you would get cocktail drugs. They'll just make it, they'll just make it for you, and then they would you'd bring it over and put it on the table. It was awesome. Yeah, nice. Yeah, there was a there was a golden period for a good couple months. Yeah, there definitely was. And then um, and then COVID hit, which was really annoying because this was sort of our first, like after doing it for probably a year or two, um, it was our first like smash hit and it's a weekly thing and like this is going to be like good money coming in it's sort of like a side hustle um and then that yeah sort of hit the brakes um stopped doing that and we did a lot of stuff over the covid trying to keep our name out there Mm. um but we sort of got exhausted and i decided i wanted to get a new job working nine to five and ryan was doing uni and What what were you guys doing at the time for work i was just to be honest i was it was like when i was i just had enough energy to do it like mm. I, I was still doing i there was a stage when i was doing i was a pt uh i was working in childcare. i was working as a groundsman and also doing I the tropic that. stuff i was saving up for europe yeah, and i was right. working like 12 plus hours a day yeah right. um and it was whack but then COVID hit and it kind of was like oh actually i shouldn't be doing that yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you need to chill out so yeah. um but i think yeah it was good like uh, we we did this like live streaming stuff, which was good fun because over COVID it gave us something to do. When and like your like, friends could watch and yeah. that was when you could have, I remember because I think I was in one, but you could only have five people at your house at that point or whatever it was. Yeah. So you would go there to just like get silly with like five yeah. of your mates and then do some stupid live stream. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, it was just a good laugh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was good fun. You'd get like, you know, 20 viewers or something Yeah. Um, at any given time, but you wouldn't, it was like just doing it for fun just for laughs, mm. yeah and then yeah basically we finished covid came out uh during covid they the guys who ran tropicana opened the label which personally not 
my vibe. No. But uh, the guys who wrote Tropicana, you said. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, I always think what you said about it is kind of so true about where the stage is. Yes. That yep. is so. And and then uh, my also query with it is the bar in that place is. Tiny. Is label still kicking? I don't know. I've it not is, been in but they run like they run events in like the small part of it. So because they don't get enough people. Right. So like they have this huge open for context. They've got this huge open hall sort of, if you know, print works, anyone out there, um, it's this long warehouse hall, probably, I don't know, 20 meters wide and like 70 meters long. Mm. That's big. Yeah, um, it's yeah, massive. It's massive. Yeah. Um, but instead of having the DJ decks right at the end, so you walk in and you're at the back and then you're sort of walking 70 meters towards the front, they have the DJ decks on the side on mm. the left. And so if it's not completely packed, it, it just feels empty because yeah, looks so on empty. your right is empty, on your left is empty. Mm. Whereas if it's right at the back, you've only got behind you that's going to be empty. So yeah. at least it will feel a bit busier. Mm. Um, but yeah, they're, they're doing events like in the car park and they have this side room. At the bottom, that bottom room. That. It's a bit it's a bit sesh at the bottom, but it's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's not yeah. horrible. Look, I think in theory, label, great idea. Mm. In practice. It, yeah, it sounded unreal. When, yeah. like, we were the promise, like, oh, the promise yeah. of it was yeah. massive. Um, now... Frips, moving on from all the Frips stuff to more things that we're doing today. Yeah. So SVG. Yes. Tell SPG. us about that. Now, how did we get onto SVG from Frips? Like where, what happened? What okay. was the next step? So my, when I started Frips, I, my sort of goal in life, and which is like a bucket list tick off, mm. was to run a festival. So I've always had that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and basically, yeah, over COVID, um, had like a good amount of time to sort of think about what I was going to do and yeah, just basically organized all of that. Um, there's a long backstory to how I managed to find the place and, you know, the whole organizational process of it. But originally like sort of the short version was the, the place that we found is, is an awesome spot. Mm. Like the new spot that we have yeah. is awesome. Yeah. And it's, um, it's perfect for the amount of people we have because sort of, Small enough that it feels busy, but big enough that you can, you know, do whatever you want there. And you've got room to add like 300 people there. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And, um, and so we essentially, the first place I booked, I found on Airbnb, it was this big flat open area, went to the spot. Um, it was just a huge open field essentially. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. In hindsight, definitely wouldn't have been perfect because it just would have been, there's just too much space. It just yeah. wouldn't have been a big open space. Yeah. Um, and basically went there, met the guy. He was, he was all about it, um, keen to run something. No real back check. He was like, yeah, just have an event here. All good. Just pay me X amount per person. Um, and we organized the whole thing. And then COVID hit um, the Northern Beaches. Yeah. And mm. uh, so it was only the beaches. So it was only about, you know, like a small portion of the population weren't able to do stuff. But we obviously had a big portion of the SPG crowd were from the Northern Beaches. So mm. so we basically, I said to the guy, look, let's change it to end of January from because it was going to be over New Year's, um, end of January. And he said, yeah, all good. Just like let me know when, you can, when you've like fully locked that in. I went away, changed all of the rental things, changed everything to be across that date. And about a week before I messaged the guy and said, Hey mate, just confirming that we're all good to go for next week. And he came back and was like, Oh, uh, like you never confirmed it. So, uh, I've like booked it out. And oh, I was like, eh. yeah, 
I was like, and my heart just sank. I was like so freaked out. And I was like, are you like, well, no, well, like I thought we said it. I went back through the messages and he did actually say like, hey, can you like, I gave him the date and he said, can you please like confirm it? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll let you know. And I didn't, mm. I changed everything, but I didn't let him know. Yeah. And he uh, sort of, you know, helped me find a new place just around the corner, around the corner where out there is, you know, a half an hour drive. But um, he helped me find this new guy. um, And the new guy was asking questions that I'd never thought about. He was like, you know, insurance and, uh, Mm. you know, fire safety, if you've got safety protocol, yada, yada, which obviously in hindsight is like, oh, yes, we need that. Absolutely. Um, But the first guy just didn't really care about that. Mm. So, um, yeah, basically like got all that sorted, quick, smart, like literally had four days to get it sorted yeah. and then get to his place. Yeah. And when we got to the spot, the grass was overgrown. I'm not kidding you. It was about up to I head that. height. I remember Like that. it was – It was and thistle. I got out the, it was thick. Yeah, literally. I got out of the car and was like, there is no way we are hosting a festival here in two days. Yeah. Um, fortunately, had a few of the boys, Angus, Nathan, um, like – Amelia and Kiana were there as well. And we and we literally had hand lawnmowers and whippersnippers and just spent two days straight knocking it down. Mm. Um, Isaac was there as well. Where's, like was the, where's the the grass going? Where were you putting it? Dude, we just like mowed it and then you mow the grass that's been mowed again. And then put it in those piles of it on the side of as well. Yeah, yeah, and there was piles had, yeah. of it on the side as and well. We, but we had like – because if you chop up grass – over and over and over it like gets thinner and thinner yeah. obviously yeah um but the, that first one was like there was just grass everywhere yeah um, it was just a thin there was just a thin smattering of chopped yeah. grass and we had we were setting up the tent as people were arriving like we hadn't even got started on anything yeah I like, remember set, we had we had tent. literally got the uh the grass done by the time people were sort of supposed to be arriving were mm. you starting like at eight in the morning and because i got we were, yes literally yeah. it was like 16 hours because on that so, i got there I got there as you guys just finished cutting the grass and then I remember setting up the tent with you with everyone. And I tell you what, setting up that tent also, not an easy thing to oh, do. Oh, not easy. The and we were fortunate tent. that Isaac was there. Isaac is a king of those sorts of things. Yeah. If you ever go camping with Isaac, he will finish his tent. You'll have two people, right? He'll finish his tent and then come and do yours for you. Mm. Like he's for some reason just a weapon at like tent structures <laughs> so it's so random yeah. I know, right? like yeah well I, I don't know but he's just really good at it and so he's like, got a gift mate he's yeah got a gift. And, and he um so he was there he cut his hands really badly because it's all these big ropes like tying them down mm. yeah um but did it for the boys um yeah, got it done and music started like you know people were arriving we were originally going to do the Triple J Hottest 100 yeah. over the day. And it was like we hadn't even finished cutting the grass. Yeah. Mm. And so um, that was the first one. And then the second one was a bit more like, you know, a lot of learnings from the first one. How was the overall like response from the first one? First one response was great, but it was it was like it was a ghetto. Like we had the stage was I found some pallets on the way into. Uh, it was basic. It was very basic. Yeah. And it was it, it's definitely evolved and it evolved in the second one as well it was there was definitely more added to it there was kind of more organization as to what was needed for the next one etc from what yeah you know from the first one was a bit ghetto that's a good way to describe it yeah and then and then and then from there 
the third one where now this year yeah. was very it was next level though, that was legit yeah. I, we, it's definitely elevated as someone who's been to all three i for every time i've been it's gone yeah yeah 100 like and better. to the point where this one i'm like we've got learnings of how we can cut costs and we can use those costs elsewhere but i'm like this is as good as like i it's tough to think of like oh what can we do from here yeah like everything went so smoothly and it was like it just worked really well um, that, you know, I just think that it was like all the bands, all the lights, everything that we had. We have professionals like in Mac the Knife. There are people whose job it is to, you know, organize lights and sound. And, yeah, you know, that stuff normally would cost you thousands of dollars. And we just have that for free. And, and shout out people to People have that skill like in the group that yeah. know how to do He's that. He's the drummer, hey, Johnny. Yeah. yeah. And he, and like, he was on the grind. He'd be at the back of the stage in the middle of the night with the iPad changing the EQs and like doing this and that. And I was like, you're a weapon. Mm. Like, how good is that? But. And yeah. do you think in future for, because obviously this SPG, usually it's just been, uh, it's been mostly DJs, not many live acts. There was one, there was one, there was, Barley Parcel played at SPG too. Yeah. But obviously this year we talked about it. There was a couple more live acts. For next year, would you be keen to add anything else to the roster? There was also yoga. Yeah. The yoga. yoga that had was a big great. turnout. I couldn't believe how many people were at yoga. There was about 45 people. There. I was – it was Maybe bursting more. out of the, the, uh, the yeah. tent. Yeah. I was thinking there was going to be three or four people there. No, it was <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the fact that there were so many, I think that is sort of, that's like a learn, when I say a learning, that's something like people are keen to get involved with yeah. interactive stuff. So mm. involving more stuff like that during the day, um, things to do. The bands were a huge hit. Everyone loved the bands. bands. Um, very talented musicians as well. So any of those people listening, thank you so much. Um, but I think the problem is like, I only know so many people in bands. You know, so, so as much as I'm like, oh, I'd love to get more bands or more live yeah. acts, there, there is an, a finite amount of people that I can reach out to for free because the, the, a big premise of SPG is that obviously we don't have all the money in the world to play with. So yeah. all the bands are playing for free, all the DJs are playing for free. Yeah. Um, so that's like a massive help to us. Yeah. Mm. Um, but from here, there's definitely a lot to learn. I'm fortunate that I've got, we had in my house, Jared and Dilo, um, mm. who helped me a lot with the organizational process of the third one, Jesse, Kane and EJ as well. Um, so we, we had a lot of minds working around yeah. it, which made it. And on top like a, of like artists, like you got someone like Kane, Cody's housemate, who's just released an EP that's going fantastic. Exactly. And he's such like a good DJ, is like yeah. quality DJ as well. Well, that's the thing, like the lineup of musicians at SPG given that it's people that we know, is unreal. It is. It's like crazy. It's, actually, like it's got, ridiculous. Like it's a thing. They're, do, they're literally Barley Parcel and Mac and I are doing an event in Marrickville in like a month. Yeah. And like it'll go off. It's crazy. And, and we just had that for... We're so fortunate yeah. as well. And that, and that they're so like mm. willing and, and like okay, able to yeah. do that. Yeah. Mm. So... Think, oh, so sorry, it's a bit of a tangent, but when I worked on the Barley Parcel music, I was just helping out that day. Mm. When I was on that music video, I was the same. You were there too. It's yeah. the same thing where like... We're literally looking around at this project that is just like all our mates. Mm. And like it's just a bunch of like creative people coming together to put like something like SPG or like a music video on. It's pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. I think sick. I think it's like it's fortunate because I think a big part of why Ryan and I like with the Fripp stuff, both of us are quite analytical. Yeah. And we're both like business 
minded, I suppose. So we like, I, I would say that a part of the reason why Fripps failed is because there was not enough of the, like, obviously the events we're running are like creative events. Um, and having the mix of Delo, Jared, you know, people who are like coming up with these cool creative ideas yeah. while I'm not necessarily that I was the only one who did it, but like, you know, organizing the trucks and organizing this and that, yeah. and like making the background stuff turn into, mm. you know. It's and then also you have people like Cody who did the mural for you, Absolutely. which is awesome. Absolutely. And that came up an absolute treat. Yeah, it did. A lot of photos in front of that one. Mm. Um, it was an awesome, awesome mural. Yeah. Um, like I think as like you're saying there, like having someone like I was there for when you guys were organizing at some point and Jared was just talking about like making big mushrooms. Yeah. I imagine that's something that like you don't even really have the brain capacity <laughs> to think about because you've got to organize, like you say, the trucks, the stage, all mm. that. Yeah. So to have those people on the side literally just being silly in essence. Yeah. Um, I imagine it's like a big help. It's perfect. Yeah. And just quickly, just kind of, we'll wrap up this and we'll move on to love and hate next. Um, but it's been great getting into the, the, the nitty gritty of SPG. What's next for SPG? What do you, where do you see it? What do you see it happening? Where do you see it going? What's, what's happening? Yeah. So that's like a contentious topic, I think, because I definitely, after the second one, before the second one ran, I was saying, you know, I'm starting a new job soon. Mm. This is going to be the last one. Um, it's going to be my last hurrah of running events and it got super good reception mm. and I was like, you know what, I'll do it again. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> run um, it back, run it back. And so we did that. I got all the other guys involved and having the other guys involved made it so much easier yeah. because it meant with, um, you know, with certain aspects, like I was able to palm that off to other people and it meant that I wasn't necessarily needing to work around the clock to figure everything out. Mm. Um, and Moving forward, this year in particular, people are away. People going to Europe. I'm going to Europe. I would probably start looking at setting up next year's SPG like now-ish to the next like over, over the course of the year, just like getting started. And so having, you know, a big six-week break in the middle is kind of rough. Mm. And then also having D-Lo, um, you know, going away. Jared's away right now. Mm. Um, and will be there too. Yeah, exactly. So... Um, and then another issue is Australia Day falls on the week, on the Friday, on the Saturday, sorry. So when we wanted to run it and out of respect, we don't want to run that um, yeah. on the Saturday. So the the normal date is get, like going to have to change. Mm. We were fortunate enough with the public holiday last year that it fell on a good day that allowed us time to do other stuff. Mm. Um, but so, you know, there, there's a, a lot of thinking around it. I've, I think that there's a level of size that I want to get it to and mm. I don't want it to get it bigger. And I think about 250 is about the max because once you get past number. 250, that's when you start. Security actually probably needs to be an issue. Um, you know, obviously we, we actually had like we have St. John's there, mm. but the more randoms are there, the more you sort of have to be worried. Oh, I actually don't know anything about these people. These people. Yeah. Are they safe? Are they doing this and that? And then that takes away from I want to go because I want to have the best time and I want to have the best weekend. Like that's why I organize it. With your best yeah. mates. Yeah, with your best mates. Mm. And if it becomes a thing of I need to start like worrying about this, that and the other while I'm there and I don't get to just get, you know, silly, then that becomes, you know, why am I doing it? The whole point of it is so that I can have the best time with, the, with exactly. all, all the For lads. Sure. So I think there's there's room to grow. But I would say there's a ceiling there and it's not mm. that far away. 
So okay. if you get an invite, well, actually, you, anyone's invited, but if you can come. Yeah. And 250 people max. Though. 250 max. 250. Yeah. 250 max. And if you've got a friend who isn't a band or DJ, extra points for you. <laughs> exactly. Extra points for you. Reach yeah. out. That's we true. will allow you to come. And mini uh, plug SPG Fest yeah. on Instagram. Check it. Check it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can see all the photos and stuff and, mm. and some of the, the goodies behind, you know, what we're actually talking about here. So. Yeah, we love a good plug. No, we love a plug. Yeah. We love a plug. All right. All right. Love and hate this week. Tully, do you want to start us off, mate? Yeah. You know how this goes. You've watched the pod. Yeah, yeah. All right. Love. I've got two loves, actually. Um, first one is... Just any type of Sugma slash Ligma <laughs> slash Candice yeah. reference, particularly <laughs> if you manage to get someone off guard. Yeah, because <laughs> look, they're never—they're just the stupidest jokes, but they just continue <laughs> to be funny. They just—they yeah, just continue to provide the goods. Yeah. Did Ed was Ed the one who brought this to life again? Ed, I Ed, claim. I think it might have been me. Big call. Huh? That's a big call. I think it might have been me. What are you, what are you gonna say? I was going to say that Ed was banging on about Joe at Splendor. Yes, that's what I thought. Which is, and that was a absolute uh, staple of Splendor was yeah. Joe slash Candace yeah. slash Robin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any, any variation. And I think one of the funniest things was when we were there and we was, it was literally we were joking about that the entire festival. And at one point, you know, an act ended, everyone was leaving. And someone yells out, has anyone seen Robin? <laughs> Robin! Because, you know, and then if someone says, who's Robin? It's like yeah. Robin, my boy. Yeah. <laughs> and someone next to them goes, yeah, I'm Robin. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> and they go, oh, sorry. Don't, don't worry about it. That's so uh, good. Yeah, so I reckon those ones are just, they're just great. And, like, I've gotten people from my work with just Joe. Joe's great. Yeah. yeah. Joe Mama. Yeah. And it's like, and at, at, in a work environment, it's definitely, you're not, you're not expecting it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Off guard. yeah. Right. For sure. So that's definitely one of my loves. He um, kept getting me at Splendor with, because people kept going, who's playing next? Like, oh, who's next? And you just hear Ed go, Candice. <laughs> <laughs> Candice is a great <laughs> one. That's so good. Um, my other love is something that I've found since I've got the surgery, I've had ample free time. Mm. So mm. YouTube has been getting a workout. Yes. And super coach. I have yeah, super coach, absolute workout. And I have found this new YouTube channel called The Lockpick Lawyer. And <laughs> what is this? <laughs> this is, sounds so intriguing. And he has a serious following at that. And is following basically what he does is People will send him locks and he just picks them. Really? <laughs> and it's like, he'll be like, so this is the, you know, uh, lock from blah, blah, blah. They're on the packaging, it says uh, unpickable. So here it is. And yeah, look, it's quite a tough one. And he'll spend like 10 seconds on it and it's unlocked. And he can just mm. unlock everything. No and way. And it is so, it's like all his videos are two minutes. Really easy watches, and it's just his hands and the lock. Has and then he and you do like to see. Know. Do you what angle do you see him do it from? Like as in lock. Like so, say if the lock was here, and then he's got the lock pick it's, tools. Do you see him maneuvering it, or you just see him talking into the camera, and then the lock and him just doing this? No, so he. It's just it's like a POV of his hands. Right. Okay. And he okay. just and he just does it, and it is like 
seriously, just easy time waster. So and since I've had, mm. you know, 12 hours a day to just lie on the couch and do nothing with the surgery, Lockpick Lawyer has been getting a serious awesome. rinsing. Yeah. So you, check it out. Have you, have you watched any um, rat catching vids? No rat catching vids. Okay, we'll have to <laughs> show you. <laughs> we'll just show you afterwards. <laughs> we have, my brother got onto them. He's he got onto them, and he's and he's been watching them recently. I do like the the videos where they make like a squirrel uh, maze. The, the, the squirrel it's mazes. Like, yeah, it's, it's like a what's that show? Uh, Ninja Warrior. They do yeah. a squirrel Ninja Warrior, yeah, so and they'll have like a treat at the end. Yeah, and the squirrels have to try and learn yeah. how to beat the Ninja Warrior course. Yeah, those are good Another too. Good one. Another great one. Um, and then your hate? Yes, uh, this one might come to a surprise. Scratchies. Interesting choice. Scratchies. Explain. I, well, first of all, guess how my scratchy went? Not well, <laughs> I'm going to assume. I'm going to take a wild stab in the dark and say you didn't win any money. You're right. Oh, well yeah. done. Good choice. And the thing about a scratchy is, look, they have all of this grandiose $50,000. You're going to win $50,000. If you've ever won a scratchy, you've not won more than ten dollars. No, you haven't. Never. And yeah. it costs five dollars anyway. Yeah. So even if you win, you win nothing. You would just win your money back yeah, essentially, yeah, yeah. and then you lose. I mean, the concept of scratching it off is all right, but like, nah. There, I, I agree with you that, that, like, at least with the pokies, for example, at least you win occasionally. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, you never really hear about anyone winning a scratch. No. Yeah, exactly. And, like, you should win and, 50 bucks every day. I know, right? Yeah. And I, I had, because my family, my, it's a classic grandma gift. Yeah. Give a couple scratchies. My family has gotten scratchies forever from our family. And I asked at Easter, I was like, have you guys ever, ever in the time that we have, or, like, ever in your life, witnessed someone win more than let's say $20. Yeah. Never. No. No one has ever happen. won more than $20. It's just an absolute schmozzle. Yeah. Like you, like if you throw $10 on a multi, there's a like at least there's somewhat of a chance that you're going to come away yeah, with something. Yeah, it's way more fun. Yeah, more. exactly. Mm. Whereas scratchies just ugh, not it. Yeah. <laughs> the no there's just the novelty of the scratchy exactly. that I think people and, enjoy. And, and as well as, you know, $2 becomes less and less valuable, other scratchies going to go up. In cost, you know, you have well, it should go up in price. Two dollar, you know. Are you saying scratchies should go up with inflation? I, I would tend to say so, yeah. And okay. they definitely haven't, but like the prize is like 50 grand, right? And like the lottery prize is like millions. You win millions of dollars, don't get me wrong, 50 grand is nothing to scoff at, but like reality is the chance of you winning the 50 grand is few and far between, right? Obviously, yeah. you never win even, and the ticket it costs is almost the same for the million dollar one, yeah. so why? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I good I, one. I got a scratchy for Easter actually, and I did win five dollars on it. Well done. Um, the winning prize on the scratchy I had was like it was called Live a Life or something, and basically you get a thousand dollar payment for I don't know, however, like maybe five years, something in two hundred fifty k. Yeah, every so week. Thousand dollars a week. I mm. wonder if it's t would it be tax free? No, they're not. They're not. No, nah, lotteries are not tax free. And would that then cancel out my Centrelink? Would that count as an in an income? Would Probably. I know how to get Centrelink? If I, if no, I well, it's an annuity. Yeah, it's an annuity. What does that mean? It's not a perpetuity because it's not forever. Okay. Dope. But why would that change the tax? For the no, next couple of years. You'd still get taxed. You'd still get taxed. Yeah. Like would I have to declare it as income? Greedy boy. You're getting $1,000 a week. Yeah, you'd well, have to declare that. <laughs> that'd be awesome. It would. I'll tell you what, that would be great. Because then you could just chill out and you could do whatever you want. For oh. I mean, at the same time, two grand is not... Like, if you're getting... 
if you're getting paid a full time wage, yeah, that'd be about two grand a, a fortnight. Yeah, exactly. Mm. That's so, what I'm yeah, True. I guess you could you could choose to just do whatever you wanted. Yeah, over yeah, that yeah. Period. do nothing. <laughs> choose to do nothing. Yeah. Do the podcast. Super coach. Uh, yeah. super <laughs> professional super coach. Um, oh, it would, the setup would be insane. <laughs> now, <laughs> Cody, your love and your hate this week, please. Uh, all right, my love this week, and you know. It's going to come across a little hostile. And I don't mean it in that sense. But, you know, we've all got someone who posts too many Instagram stories. And I've been muting people left, right and centre over the last couple of weeks. And this, again, could be a bit of a user issue. Maybe I'm just spending too much time on Instagram in mm. general and I need to not do that. <laughs> mm. But people are annoying. and <laughs> I like I'm it. <laughs> I like it and I didn't know that it was a thing. And yeah, I think I'm, it's going to be part of my repertoire. Yeah, when, you, you can literally, I think you can just hold down on their story. Like, you know, their little bubble at the top. Yeah. You can just hold down and just click mute. Well, when, when you said that, I went, how do you do that? Because yeah. I, <laughs> and as uh, funnily enough, I would, I was looking at someone's stories that I was like, why am I looking at this? This is horrible. Yeah. They always post the worst. Yeah. They post heaps and they're just like, yeah. not very good. That's like, you know, I'll be happy to, you know, give you a photo with your girlfriend a like when you post once every yeah. three months, but I don't need to see your bacon and eggs. You know what I mean? Every day. <laughs> sure. So that's me. That's my love this week. Um, and my hate this week. So, out of one of my three household, not a lot gets done. If there's, a, if there's an issue, it usually takes like a few months for it to be resolved. Mm. You know, based, based on the fact that it usually takes me to get annoyed at it before something changes. Right. There's a hole in our red bin. Like the bottom of our bin has a hole in it. And there's a rat that's been living up the back of our house. I assume because our, all the, our rubbish is all over the place. Up there. Yeah. So it's coming in the bottom of our bin. Eating up. I don't know what rats do with rubbish. I guess they eat the scraps. They eat it, yeah. Um, <laughs> they, but this rat, because yeah, he it. goes taste testing, mate. He's finding new combinations yeah, when he opens a small pop up, pop up cafe. EJ's dinner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we come in and out that back gate a lot, and that thing scares the shit out of you every so time. So you can hear it. Yeah, yeah, because like you'll open the back gate and you'll just hear it scurry off. And you're like, oh my God. Right. And like, I'm not. Rats are gross. They, they're, they, they, are, they, suck. they are chat. And I've a little story about a rat when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wilson, podcast is not, uh, will remember this. I was used to do drumming practice with Wilson. We were playing handball uh, out the front of his when we were about eight years old and waiting for mum to take us. And we saw a rat running up a tree. And I ran over and grabbed it. Then asked me why. Held it and was like, oh, Wilson, check this out. Showed him. Rat bit my finger. Threw it away, and obviously it like had to go and get tetanus and stuff. What the fuck? That's I so don't know what, like, How did you catch a rat? They're fast <laughs> as. <laughs> it was it's kind of impressive. And I just went, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Wilson, check it. And I was showing him, <laughs> and then it bit my hand. I <laughs> <laughs> threw it out, and then I was like in a bit of pain, so I went in to get a band aid. Like we didn't know. We're like eight. Yeah. Didn't yeah. know about like tetanus and all that. Like, yeah. and so. She's like, like Wilson's mom was like, you know, what happened to your hand? I was like, oh, rat, <laughs> rat bit it. And she's like, is it is that real? Like, is that, is that actually what no. happened? I was like, yeah, yeah. And she's like, well, you need to go to the doctor like, <laughs> now. Yeah, That's right. so, so cool. Yeah. That's kind of impressive it's that great, you made your old thing to do. Yeah. Rat. <laughs> yeah. Let me just pick it up. <laughs> oh, goodness me. Yeah. Uh, nice. That your, was a good one. Too. Your love and hate. My love and hate. Love is board games. We actually said the same thing. We actually did say the same love, and then Cody let me keep my one, which was very kind. Um, we were going to share. Uh, so board games, got a Catan board, got my very own Catan board now at home. How 
So I'm stoked on that. Uh, and then also we got – so my brother and his boyfriend, we're living in the same apartment at the moment. Oh, is Joey living with you now? Yeah, yeah. Did he just move in? I thought he was at your mum. It was a couple of weeks ago, no. Um, so we've been a couple of weeks staying there. And we were doing up the other week uh, Monopoly because we were talking about Catan and then we were saying, oh, it would be cool to play a game of Monopoly as well. Played a couple of games of Monopoly. Um, you know, Joseph, a very smug winner after winning. Um, he got lucky. He, there was no luck shared across the board, but, you know, we won't get into it. He Thoughts still won. getting Mayfair? Do you buy Mayfair straight away if you land on it? Yeah. Yeah, you buy Mayfair. Yeah. You yeah. buy Mayfair. Yeah. He did. He got Mayfair yeah, actually. He gets finally. so lucky because sometimes you buy Mayfair and no one lands on it. I it's listen, your only thing listen. Like- Look, he won fair and square in that game. All I'll say is this. I paid more income tax in that game than I have in real life. I'll be completely honest with you. Um, I reckon that the railways... Smoky, smoky good. Which ones get, are they? Are they the, the middle ones? Middles. Yeah. If you can get yeah. all four, yeah, you are laughing. To be fair, I, uh, I, I had to do a couple of trades to try to stay in the game, which weren't bad, but you know, it's a bit. I was a bit rusty on Monopoly, so I'm, I'm kind of keen to play again, and I might even try and play tonight because I want some honor restored to my name. <laughs> I heard down at down at Flora Street the other day that there's a Catan leaderboard and you guys have been playing for like a year and a half. Yeah, there you, is. That's you correct. You just got your first win like a couple of No, months. see, that's that's oh. see, that's see misleading information. <laughs> Oopsie. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Would you like to make an official statement? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple things, a couple things. Firstly, my first – because there was some wins before the Catan leaderboard or a win, but that wasn't counted, okay? I've also probably got the most second places in Catan history. No one cares about second place. No, but I'm just saying, if we were playing points per game, I would be the highest ranked PPG. player. If we were Average playing PPG, PPG you're talking value for money. Yeah, <laughs> I would be the best. Okay, uh, and then now I've won a couple of games. I think I'm third, or I think I'm third on the leaderboard. Katie's the top. Katie's won a lot of games. If we're just looking at this leaderboard that I'm looking at, then I'm running my eye, and it's wins only. Wins only. I'm third. Wins only. I'm third. On one. No, on three. I thought you were on one. No, no, no. Lately, he's had a bit. See, he's they, had a run of form. See, I everyone wants to talk garbage, mate. When I'm, I'm, I'm not bad. Ed second, Katie's first. The, the Katie's thing is first. though, Katie and Ed have played every single game. So they've played. I've played. I've won one. I've played four times. Right? Yeah, okay. Katie and Ed have played bountiful times. Mate. Your win percentage. We're talking, mate. If, yeah, exactly. No, Ryan's was Ryan's is one from one. Oh, oh, I wasn't yeah. there though. Yeah, I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, the one game I saw you win, Ed could have stopped you from winning like halfway through the game and he it just worked well for Ed. Like he could have stopped you playing. It, was, what, it wasn't lo- right. Loser mentality. It wasn't right. Loser mentality. It wasn't right. Anyway, let's not get carried away because we could <laughs> dribble about Catan um, and I have to get to my hate because we have to get to the back page at some point. My hate. Okay, streaming services, Binge, KO, um, who else had it? Someone else had an ad on there. Optus Sport as well. They play ads. They play ads in the streaming. Why? What's the point of paying for KO and all that? Why pay for it if you end up having to watch ads anyway? That's the whole point is you don't want to watch any ads. And Did it's, Foxtel have ads on Foxtel? Yeah, yeah. but on Binge now, Foxtel. on Binge, in between videos, they have an ad. Like I reckon that's so not that on. That is rogue. That, that is rogue. rogue. That is not on in my I opinion. can see in... KO when there's like a KO, break I understand. in like a halftime break. Yeah. Right? There's 20 minutes with nothing anyway. Yeah. Like throwing an ad in. But they still sneak them in elsewhere as yeah. well. But, but they say ad free. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I do agree with you. Netflix did 
has ads, but it's a cheaper service. So you can pay a lesser right. amount. And that makes sense. But binge, not on. But it's like Spotify. Well, it's like I pay for Spotify because I want no ads. And I want if I want Spotify... Basic. It's ludicrous. It's, it's more reason it's out of to control. hate Ruben Murdoch. Yeah, that's it's, for sure. It's out of control. <laughs> it's absolutely out of control, and it's not on. Um, what's the point of paying? Happened with Optus Sport the other day. I went to go watch something, and they played an ad before, and I was like, "Well, I might as." But it's like I might as well just watch it on YouTube if I'm going to have to watch an ad. Like that's part of the service, part of the premium service is that you don't have to watch ads. Yeah. YouTube is one of the platforms, though, that I would. I don't know why, but I would never pay for it. Never. I, I would never What's the point? ever pay for the YouTube where you get, it's like 10 bucks, but you get no ads. I watch YouTube nonstop. Yeah. Like I, YouTube would be my most viewed. I had to delete it off my phone because I felt like I was watching too much YouTube. <laughs> I deleted the app. I also deleted Facebook app off yeah. my phone. You are right though. And I'd TikTok. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I think it's because it's, I've had it for so long without paying. Whereas Netflix, it's like, I paid 10 bucks. So yeah, whatever. This is part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose because it's like the quality, maybe. Like you're paying for legitimate. Yeah. Um, well, YouTube also has legit stuff on it. I feel like if you're paying for it, you're under the pretense that there's going to be no ads. I think that's a fair assumption. Yeah, I agree. Because, you know, anyway, I find it annoying. Yeah. I hope people agree. It's a it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, we'll try not to tangent too much. <laughs>
It was good to see. It was good, just good to see them play with a bit of ticker. Really, he had a good game yesterday. Who? Luke Brooks did had a great game. Agreed. Yesterday. Did he? Yeah, one of the best games I've seen him play in memory, which isn't saying much, but <laughs> <laughs> one of the better <laughs> games. Yeah, yeah. You really let you really let Brooksy have it. Yeah. To be fair, you haven't really unleashed on Brooksy that much, so that's you know. I never will. Mm. I don't like to unleash on my own players, mate. Yeah. Um. Next game, Warriors Knights. Two teams that had pretty epic games last week. The Knights in a 32-32 draw and the Warriors played a very, well, an awesome comeback win. They then versed each other up at Newcastle. Knights have been good. The Knight, Greg Marju, again, freak. Another 100. Another 100 for the Cody Supercoach team. And another couple tries from in real life. The bloke is an animal. I cannot understand why the Titans ever let him go. It's just silly. It's just silly business from the Titans. But look, they're doing okay. But the Knights are the Knights are much better for him for it. And the Knights with some injuries. Some injuries they got. I mean, Tyson Gamble not the most important player for them, but still injured at the six. You got Ponger out, who's pretty pivotal. You've also got Adam Elliott, new signing from the Raiders, who was amazing last year for them. Well, KP's apparently back. Is it weeks? I think he's back around eight, so he's yeah. a week away. He's a week or two away. Mm. He might be back this week because Gamble's injured. I don't know. We'll see. We'll Phoenix see. Crossland, though, played not bad. Well, he's got to play hooker, I assume, for Brayley. Yeah, unless, or Kurt unless Mann. Kurt Mann plays there. Yeah, but, or Kurt Mann's got his own concussion issues. He's Did he get concussed. concussed on the weekend? He's been concussed twice this year, I think, already. Goodness me, lads. I'm um, worried about KP going back to six. I already bloody dribbled that thing into the ground. He's too podcast, good at fullback as well. I know. He's too good. I know. Get him in fullback. Yeah. And just the risk of concussion. Yeah. Six like on top of, exactly. Like that but is like, like I the mean, main reason. But, but like, I mean, if he's already been concussed that much at one. But what, he was playing, he was playing six when he got concussed. Yeah. Just most recently, right? But that's what I'm saying. That's your argument is like, he's been concussed that much at one. What's the difference of him playing at six? It's like, well, now he has to make four times the amount of tackles. Yeah. So More than he, that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Dude, like, fullbacks yeah. make like three tackles again. Yeah. 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 yeah true. <laughs> uh, Following on from that game, we had the Titans versus the Red V, the mighty St. George Illawarra Dragons. Great game. This was actually a great game. Even though the Dragons lost, which wasn't ideal, the Titans playing with a bit of a reshifted spine with, um, you know, the sex bomb, Toby Sexton in at six, uh, Tanner Boyd, and then they had Jaden Campbell at one, and then I forgot who was, who was playing nine. Chris Randall. Chris they Randall was playing nine, was he? Jaden Campbell is weird. unreal. He's so good. He's so good. He's so quick. Yeah. He spots gaps he's like, and he hits them. He's electric. <laughs> he's what Dane Laurie, sh- we thought Dane Laurie was going to be, I think. Mm. Like for what he for what Jaden Campbell lacks with size, he makes up for taking every high ball. He's very skillful. He's very skillful. Like just off the cuff sort of like X factor. Mm. I think if, I, if I'm a Titans fan, I want, I want Campbell at one. I want Brimson at six. I yeah, agree. I agree. Kieran, For- I don't. I, seven. Kieran Foran's probably a great uh, leader for the team and a great mature head, an old head to be around the team. Um, but I just don't think, in terms of, you know, in terms seven. of that. But Tanner Boyd's got like combinations, like played with, kind of those players, and Tanner Boyd's goal kicking, mate. How many games are decided by kicks? This game was decided by kicks. It was decided by two points. 
if you don't have the comp's best goal kicker, do you win that game? That's something to consider. You have Jaden Campbell to win that game. You're even in that game. If you don't well, have Campbell. exactly. So maybe they should both be in the team. Mate, I don't know. I just thought. think Kieran Foran's. He's you know we love Kieran Foran, but he is getting to the back end, the back end of his career, <laughs> yeah. respectfully. Be interesting to see what they do because I think yeah. I think Brimo and and Foran are back. Yep, in the next two, next, weeks. next two weeks. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. I think did Benny? I didn't watch the end of the end of the game, and I hate to call it out, but he had a great game. Otherwise, did he make an error or something towards the end? Yeah, he dropped he it. The one? Yeah. yeah, he dropped it. Yeah, Devo. Um, and to be honest. Yeah, they probably could have won. They had a sin bidding as well for the stupid time. I don't. I don't think the drop Francis though was Moore, like. Though. It was like the drop meant that they didn't have a chance to get a try. Yeah, but yeah. it wasn't like oh they were really attacking and it yeah, was looking yeah. like they were going to go over. Yeah. Like it was just yeah. Uh, then we had this is the most Raiders win. They beat the top team. They beat the Broncos. The Raiders just they just play kind of weird tough footy with heaps of forwards. Just they I thought just they were gro- hot. I thought they were good. Who? The Raiders. Yeah, they were good, but they just they always upset big teams. They just have a style of footy that just seems to kind of go up against these bigger teams well. Yeah. Because they just get into a grind. Yeah. Well, I th- uh, Blab was telling me Corey Horsburgh played 13. Yeah. He played 80 minutes as a ball-playing lock, and it worked really well for them. Apparently. Yeah. Um, well, Adam Blair was that for them last year. Adam Elliott. Adam Elliott, sorry. Adam Elliott, my bad. Yeah. Um. Yes, Corey Horsburgh. Yeah, he's he's been he's been sick. He's been absolutely sick this year. I don't know. There's something about the Raiders. They all sort of look the same. They're just, yeah, they're they all just, look, just massive. Yeah. everyone in that team is huge. They just yeah. look I like think, the same person. Even Jamal Fogarty. Yeah, he tough and he didn't play. Wow. Even Jamal Fogarty and Jack Whiten are pretty big yeah. for halves. Yeah, Whiten's huge. Whiten's yeah, bigger massive. than most forwards. He's huge. And the Broncos lost. Jeez, you do love to see it just quietly. Um, I should preface this next game by saying Tully's in probably the second most unbearable Manly fan that I know. Yeah, <laughs> after Ed. Just behind Ed. Yeah, just after um, Ed. So we had you on a good, a good week this week. Yeah. What do, you, what do you make of – you can do the analysis of this one. What uh, do you make of this Panthers-Seagulls game? Yeah, I, the refs were just <laughs> – Oh, <laughs> Mate, we were on top. We were on top from the get-go. And then, yeah. No, look, to be honest, Manly first half looked absolute pass. Like, mm. and, and Panthers, was to, be, to their credit, absolutely looked like, you know, two, two years ago Panthers. They've clicked into gear. They yes. were on fire. They were just too quick. Like, the first half, they were playing the ball and, our, like, the entire line was running back to mm. get, you know, to get onside. Yeah. And they just absolutely rolled us. Ko weeks poor poor bugger um, got moved in for to six for the first time, um, which was uh, like an interesting call because Dez sort of was always stuck to the same team no matter what, and so Seabold's gone. Nah, Ko weeks played well last week. Let's put him in, and then at the halftime they moved him out, put Cooper Johns back, mm. and right. I think we won the second half, okay. yeah, or, or maybe drew the second half. But Cooper Johns has been pretty good for Cooper Johns. I, I think the problem was it was like we tried it. Unfortunately, against the Panthers. Yeah, and because K Weeks is a footballer by all reports. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah but he. He's been I don't good know if that was. I don't think that necessarily was the you know, the main component. I think the the Panthers just rolled us, but I do think that um, you know we definitely had a lot to go. I think Morgan Harper and Saab are two incredibly average footballers, and I think that both of them need to get the flick. They uh, they're not they're not. 
known for their defense. No, and when they're on that, the same side, it's that it's one hard. that one game where Talakai, you know, yeah. put, like put, got pretty much Talakai played so good, or Morgan Harper played so bad that then Morgan Harper played reserve grade for like yeah. five weeks afterwards. Yeah. You know who else can't defend respectfully? Kelma Tuolangi. Yes, dude. Did you see the try? The first try. Yeah, there? that was bad. It was like it that wasn't was even a, uh, a step. Yeah. It was like he just moved to the right a little bit, yeah. and mm. Tuolangi just fell over. Yeah, and there was a hole, and he just went. I had a I had one of my mates message me last year asking if Tuolangi was a good signing for Manly, and I was like, mate, I'll put it this way: he had lots of promise coming through, but he was like our worst forward last year. Yeah. Well, if you look at. Uh, Manly signings recently. There's not much to. Well, they've got Aaron Woods to come out. That was the worst trade of it. Do you think they should consider moving like Brad Parker over to Saab's side? Yes. No, but they have they have Cooler there though. When yeah, Cooler is a good defender. I think Cooler and and Parker are both good enough in in their own right. Um, and Cooler and Saab are both absolute speedsters. But I just think that Saab for for being what like would be you know one of the tallest players in the in the comp can't catch a ball mm. he can't defend like he's always out of place he's just mate, he's it's interesting manly they had two pilotto then two pilotto kind of dropped off a little like hasn't been in as good form as he was last year yeah because last year two pilotto was one of the better players for manly and then subs come back so they give him a crack so we'll see what happens in the battle for that yeah, wing position is injured i think till round 12 or something yeah. yeah and and last week against uh the knights didn't bode well either. I thought Manly played pretty average. Yeah. Well, he was on, on that defense. side where Greg Marju scored yeah. three tries. So. And so I think that's why Manly has a bit of work to do. Yeah, a little bit. Coming it's funny up. now that uh, they started so good and now they've lost a couple of games and everyone's going, hold on. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe we had the rose-coloured glasses yeah. on. It's still, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's still the year of the bird, though. Yeah. They're, they're coming. Are they still? I, I thought you said they were going to go undefeated this year. <laughs> After you watching, you, that no, is an actual uh, quote. No, no, that no. is an actual I quote from you. I said they'll that. go undefeated with the asterisk that the refs aren't on the other team's <laughs> side. <laughs> <laughs> and as, you know, the last two oh, games. Oh, that is dribble. Yeah. That's fair. Um, <laughs> now... Uh, um, the fish keep swimming. The fish keep swimming. Go the dolphins. I actually met a genuine dolphins fan, like an and has a better reason to go for the dolphins than we do to go for any of our teams. Why is from Redcliffe? No, his family's from Redcliffe, and he, when he was a kid, he used to go up there and you know spend summers there and holidays with the family and go to the the rugby league club next to the stadium that overlooks it, get what, lunch, etc. What et was his rugby league like relation before being a dolphins? Fan? He just went for the sharks or something. Yeah, okay. And then now he's like, oh, well, because I think his family's also from Cronulla or something. Yeah, this is it. But now, he ha- now the Dolphins are there, so he's an actual legit Dolphins fan. Maybe in the same way that we're trying to get into AFL this year, he's using, I imagine fans would use the Dolphins coming in as like an excuse to... Go for NRL. Yeah. But, alas, finally made the Dolphins a legit Dolphins fan, which this was cool. win, shout out to your mate, the Dolphins fan. Yeah. I hope he was happy. Shocked me. It shocked me a little bit as well because we were talk- yeah. we watched this and we were talking beforehand and I was saying I thought Queensland North Queensland were gonna was gonna, was gonna do one. Scotty over drink them. back. Well, they I were just... though. They were all, all on top of them for, at the start. Yeah. And then the Dolphins, mate. The second half they were on fire. Mm. So did Katoa play seven and and Nikarima played six? Yeah. And is he out now, Nikarima? Did he get injured or something? Yeah. yeah. No, suspended. No. Yeah. Oh, uh, concussed? Yeah. Something. <laughs> he did a double. He spear tackled someone and then he also got injured. Okay. But I don't think it's a 
hectic injury. I would no. think it's a couple of weeks. That. I don't know how to tip the Dolphins or the Cowboys after that game. I don't know where to look at that. Where is are such the Cowboys? Where the Cowboys are, are about like 14th or something right yeah, now. I don't know. The ca- I, yeah. You probably have them in the kind of, the way they've gone this year, if you put last year aside, you'd put them in the sort of Raiders bracket, I think, at this stage. The Cowboys. Yeah. That sort of not Raiders, Titans, Dragons bracket. They've They've kind of just... Not hit, not not started the season anywhere near the expectation that many thought they would. Still but they have had a injuries. lot of injuries yeah, and yeah. suspensions. However, they're a team. Well, that could bode well for them because that means you know they've also lost like Tom Gilbert and Hammer played for them last year. Now they're at the Dolphins. Tom Gilbert's big loss. But look, maybe that kind of bodes well for them through Origin period because you know if some of the people like Ruben Cotter don't get picked in the Queensland team with a bit more competition in those mm. areas this year um, for places, you know, that could be – that. well, you'd think so. But it could – that origin period could bode well because I'll be not missing too many players, you'd yeah. imagine, and they'll be able to come good, come back in and find some form. Yep. Um, the Bunnies absolutely – Look, we we have been saying for weeks that the Bunnies are waiting to not first one of the Did best. we say that on, the, on air last week? I think we have. I hope we I do. think we have. Just I think it. I think yeah, we've said it before, but if not, we've definitely talked about it, you know, we said behind it was closed doors. Because we both captained South players in the Supercoach yeah. show. But we put our money where our mouth in, is. In general, they have been versing the best teams in the comp. They've been losing not by much in most games. They have been due for an absolute monster win, and it came. Latrell, Cody Walker. Pretty, like pretty much all their big players played well. You know, and there was a bit of resistance from the Bulldogs, and I know they had a couple. They've had their own injuries going on. Then they also had a couple of sin bins, but the Rabbitohs still trotted. Yeah, it was like schoolyard footy though. Yeah, it was toward the end. They were just getting tries. They were just fun. doing stupid, like stupid yeah. stuff, but it was sick. Yeah, uh, and unfortunately, the Fox Ooh, was it syndesmosis. They said it. Yeah, is that what they came out and said yeah. it was? Which is very unfortunate. Um, Brian Tottle and Xavier Coates both had that last year from memory. What do you remember? Space, it? It's like a high ankle sprain. Right, I think. Yeah, okay. yeah. Is that, that's right. Yeah, he, I thought it was, by the look of it, I thought it was going to be a knee injury. Mm. Um, but it looked pretty nasty. They were complaining. I heard someone was telling me that, because um, it was, was it a core? Yeah. So a core was where uh, Harry Styles played, right? Mm. And they, because there was people dancing, obviously, all over there. They had to relay the whole turf. And so the turf is like really easy Cheating to rip up. up. Yeah, right. And so um, they're trying to be like, well, you know, it's not safe to actually play no. on if you try and change the rest. <laughs> yeah. Also, another reason to tear down ANZ slash Acor Stadium was quietly the worst stadium in Australia. Now. And also Melbourne beat Roosters. Yes, well, that was what I was getting to. So. Oh, sorry. I thought you had to jump forward. My no, no, no. So. My <laughs> So. Storm Roosters, look. Okay. Storm, we also said this last week, starting to, similar to the Panthers, starting to click in the gear. Some people would go, oh, they've had a pretty slow start to the year. I think they're tying second. So that's just classic Storm. Yeah. Nick Meany got injured um, during the game, had to go off, which is unfortunate. However, who's there? Cam Munster's there, playing fullback. And they have Prezit. Sitting on the oh, bench, or that he didn't play, but he'll play this week. But the storm just clicked into gear nicely. You know, the game was set up initially in the first, you know, 20 25 minutes. This is, this is going to be a close affair, you know, it's six, eight, six. 
I'll pinpoint it to this. Victor Radley throws a, you know, suspect forward pass, gets annoyed that it gets called, then tries to change the game by putting pressure on, gives away a six again, and then, you know, Munster's passing the ball, puts a late hit on Munster, then gets simbined. And it was a very late hit. And it was just like, you're watching that. If you're a Roosters fan watching that, you'd be going, surely not again. And it's like, Victor Adley's like an awesome player, but how many times does he seem to do this? And then... Cost a team a game potentially yeah. because look, then they scored. They scored two tries immediately after that happened. I saw an article this week that said Victor Radley is a victim of his own name, and I thought that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen, mate. Victor Radley is not a victim of his own name. Victor Radley is an idiot, respectfully. <laughs> yeah, he keeps your exactly. Tell him right. how you really feel, mate. Mate, yeah. he does his shit every week. Yeah, it's like he. Oh, mate, I saw there was he's a s- such an emotional player. It just costs him, and it's like, dude, stop. There was a stat yeah. that was. In his 100 games or whatever, uh, he's been Simbin seven times. And every single time he's been Simbin, they've lost. Yeah. 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 It's like and he, right. he did it in the Rabbitohs, the final against the Rabbitohs last year. Got, got Simbin twice in the game. I mean, he's not the sole. I mean, so did like four or five other yeah. people. But like he got Simbin twice in one game for that one. Yeah. Like you're so right. He is so critical to that Roosters team. Um, like he's your lock. He's a lock he's in that team. He's your guy, bro. He's, yeah. a player, he's a spine player in essence, you know, and for him to just constantly be like in and out of the team with suspensions and you don't know like what he's going to do, sort of no. thing, which is, you know, and everyone keeps saying, oh, you know, I want to see Victor be Victor. I want to see Victor stay on the field. Yeah. You know what I mean? Tone it back, bruh. Yeah. Because there's players that can be physical and walk the line, but they don't, you know. Yeah. Like, they Lich, don't you could say off. the same about Latrell. Like, he's an emotional player. Yeah. But he doesn't let it get in the way of his footy. No. No. So... I don't know. Something's got to change, I think. Not saying that, like, yeah. Anyway, we'd love to see Victor come good. But you had a good point about a certain Roosters player that we both really like. Yeah, I've just been thinking about this this week a lot. Um, Look, basically, if Joey Manu doesn't leave the Roosters, he'll never realise his potential. And that's not to say that he's not realising his potential now, like, Last year, we saw that on his day at fullback, he is absolutely one of the best players in the competition, mm. hands down. He was you know, one of the best in the comp last um, year, for sure. And everyone can see that. You know, It's not to say we're not realising how good Joey Manu is, but we will never put him in the same calibre of player as like Latrell Mitchell, for example, mm. if he doesn't leave the Roosters and go and play fullback somewhere else. That is fair. Because they're not going to shaft Tedesco. No. He's still got four years in him, bro. Yeah. And then after that, like, it's not like the Roosters, I don't imagine the Roosters then go and get rid of him. Yeah. You know, like they, haven't, they haven't moved on Luke Keery yet, so I'm not, con- I'm not convinced they'd move on Tedesco yeah. after four years. Yeah. Um, they won't. Why? You don't move on. So you don't move on your club captain. Like that. That's yeah. not something the Roosters would do. No. You'd be silly to do that. You would be silly to do Joey that. Joey Manu at some stage, in my opinion, has got to get up and go elsewhere. Like imagine Joey Manu's at the Eels right now. I know they've got Gutho. I'm just saying as an example. Imagine uh, he's at, it, imagine he's at a club like the Tigers. No, nah, not the Tigers. <laughs> yeah, I would, dude, the Tigers should give Joey Manu two million dollars. Yeah, he should play centre for Manly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck really like, show his potential. Yeah, yeah. playing alongside. Son. To be like, fair though, the Tigers are definitely. If there was a player, they a Joey Manu right now would be awesome for I'd them. Give him two million dollars. <laughs> I'd give him two million. Where would you play him? Six or fullback? Fullback. You play him fullback. Yeah. He okay. can be more influential at fullback, okay. in my opinion. All right. Um, looking at Kel and Ponga, mate, get back here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so I just don't know. Yeah. I just, I, I just think he's. Do you know what I'm? Do you know what I'm saying? It's I know what you're saying. saying. Like we realize saying. where he's at, but we just he he will never be in that. In he that could league. be next year because in the World Cup as well, he tore up. He absolutely yeah. tore up for New Zealand. I reckon at fullback. he'd be a top five fullback if he was playing fullback. Yeah. You're probably right. I think he would. Because when he does play, even when he plays six, he is awesome. And he's the only one that if the Eels were going to, they're like, oh, we're going to get rid of Gutho. I'm like, if you're not going for Joey Manu, shut up. Like, he's yeah. the only player that's going to be better than Gutho that's not already a fullback at a good club. Because to be fair, he does, him and Gutho are like, I'm not going to say they're the same or similar, but there's elements. They both handle the ball. They both do a bit of kicking. Yeah. They both do a bit of, they kind of do, every, and defensively really good. Yeah. They kind of, do a lot yep. in the game. Yep. It's not like a turbo where turbo just kind of like pops up, you know, and yep. makes a line break or similar to Teddy in that yep. fact. Although Teddy does do a bit, yep. but they're very hands-on. Yeah. Very hands-on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Turbo might not be the best example. He's pretty t- has a few carries. More yeah. like the trail. Like the mm. trail kind of pops up where he's needed, but mm. you're like, at least if Joey Manu and Gutho do nothing, you know, they're, they're going to like, they're going to organize a defensive line. They're not going to make an error. They'll probably run 200 meters. Yeah. yeah. So true. Anyway, hope he leaves. <laughs> come to the Tigers. Um, now, a bit of football, just because they've all come back from the international break. Now, we're just going to stick to the Prem at the moment. But title race alive. Arsenal drew with Liverpool. So they're now six ahead. But City have a game in hand. So they could be three behind theoretically. Yeah. And then Arsenal are versing City in... Three games time. How many games left? Still like seven. And there's eight games left. So they could be tied on points if, you know, things go City's way. They could be tied on points and then we would have a legitimate, serious finish. Because yeah. it, be, it would be off goal difference at that point. And they were lucky to get away with that draw. Yeah. Yeah. Liverpool quality team. Did you see like the final moments? Ramsdale made two like... Incredible saves with like less than five minutes to go. But it's that kind of luck where someone does something brilliant like that that can, you know, when you're, keep, tired. When you're tired. Like when City, when company hit that long shot. Yeah. Come on. Like, are you joking? Yeah. Are yeah. you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen that? Have you seen no, that? I, I am not a fan oh, of football. He just, he hits this, like, the, like you would, he would never shoot a shot it's in like his a life. Back. It's like a right. centre back captain, his final year with the club. And he literally scores this goal from about 35 metres out yeah. and it wins and or draws in the game yeah. and then they win the title. Yeah, right. So, yeah. insane. Yeah. And apparently everyone around him was screaming, don't shoot. Yeah. All the other players going, don't shoot, don't shoot. And he's like, you know what, I'm the captain, I'm going to hit this. And he bombs <laughs> it. And it's the, <laughs> it's the best shot. Oh, such a good goal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then also, uh, just the Prem this year has just been, just been great in my opinion. You've got plenty of storylines happening. European places are com- super competitive for that three, that four spot for Euro- Champions League. And then you've got your Europa League spots, which are, you know, tense. There's a lot of teams in and around. Yeah. You've got Chelsea and Tottenham going through managers left, right and centre. Like, what is going on? Then you've got teams like Aston Villa who've kind of just smokied their way up the ladder. Same yeah. with Brighton. Could be playing fo- could be playing European football next year. How are Aston Villa going? Because I decided they're my team of choice. They're based, actually doing all right. Based off, you guys, do you guys ever play sports head soccer? No, no, no. Uh, it was a classic Sydney High uh, oh, okay. game to play, nice. and it was alphabetical order teams. Oh. Aston Villa first team. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> 
Well, Aston Villa, they call them. Aston so Villa. French, yeah, French right. So, <laughs> but they're doing pretty good at the moment as well. They've been in some good good touch. And then the the race for relegation is honestly as tight as I can remember. The race for relegation is, there is honestly, I'll get it up. I was having a look yesterday and I was shocked. I was shocked. I forgot how close it was. Okay, so from okay, so from twelfth to twentieth, there's ten points difference, and like there's a win, there's a win between quite a few teams in between. They're dropping out and going in and out of relegation, and some of them are teams like Everton, Leicester, Leeds, you know, West Ham. Some teams with some pretty serious history in the Prem. So, look, it's all happening. Stay tuned to it. Uh, another competition that is entering its final stages. You've got the NBA. The playoffs and play-in tournaments are upon us. Pumped for this. There's also been a really close finish for some positions in the West. Yeah. Yeah, West has been super tight. There's, West has been super tight. Like, the, the entire year, though, they've basically been from, from fourth place till tenth place. has just been flip-flopping. Yeah. And, you know, the Dallas Mavericks, who were at one point fourth, dropping out dropping out of the playoffs. Luca yeah, and huge. Kyrie, which is massive. Luca and Kyrie dropping out. But you know what it means. Aussie, Josh Giddy is going to be in the playoffs <laughs> with OKC. How yes, good sir. is that? Are you a beauty? Yes, sir. Are you a beauty? <laughs> How good. So we're pumped about that. Um, good to see him in the playoffs. The young fella, yeah, he has had an awesome year as well year. with sure. OKC, and you got a couple of Aussies. You got Jock Jock Landau uh, in with the Phoenix Suns. You got Paddy Mills in with the Nets, and yeah, and I think Ben Simmons is still out. So I think he played like the first yeah, third of the year and is now not playing. Where is he? Who knows, mate? Who knows? Um, any predictions? You don't mind a bit of NBA? Yeah, I used to follow it super closely. Not I keep my eye on it now. Um, look, I think the Bucks, sort of as a massive favorite, I would tend to say. Mm. I'm a Golden State fan, and I think Golden State are one of those teams you can actually never count out with Steph Curry. A hundred percent. They've had a decent year, but um, Draymond. Yeah, Draymond, as per Jordan Poole, starting to actually. Play pretty well toward the end of the season. Um, yeah, look, I, if I was to pick one, I'd say the Bucks. I've got my better one thousand your better account bet on uh, lovely on the Warriors. So I'm hoping for the Warriors to yeah. get through. We have. Did you know, did you get better when they when they first started? They had this thing where it was ten bucks and it was hundred and one to one odds for like all yeah. these different things. Is that the World no, Cup? No, I never well? did World it. Cup. I, never I, did I got France. Yeah. I got France. Got that. Um, nice. And then, so I did a. I had all my money on France and did a five hundred dollar bet on Argentina in the final. So I managed to get the about a five hundred dollar profit. Nice. Um, nice. And then I've got Roosters to win the comp. So if Roosters win off a ten dollar bet, I get a thousand. And nice. then Golden State. So I'm, nice. I'm back in Golden State through and through. This is a thing though. I I reckon there could be a sneaky upset in the West just because there's so many teams. Like I could see a team like the Clippers because of Kawhi. Yeah. Is such a Beast come playoff time. Who knows what they could do? Especially having Russ and PG. I reckon there's not a team that you could pinpoint to be the winner. Like nah. and the, and like 
Even in the East, there's a couple yeah, of good teams. I appreciate too. that there's seven games per playoff series as well because obviously, you know, a one-off usually, you know, you can have teams that win a random game here and there, but I reckon it'll be a good test of like who actually is the best mm. under these clutch moments. And let's not forget as well, Phoenix Suns have Durant, KD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that team is just absolutely crazy good and if you yeah. verse them you'd just be going you'd be hope you'd just be hoping they have a bad night it's just a super shooting. team it's just unfair yeah it's Katie crazy loves to just go to whichever team has the best players whichever can have him <laughs> and that team is awesome so we'll see Lakers also ended up making it they came seventh so I was happy that they made it we do I do quite like LeBron well covered yeah um so I was happy to see them I'm interested to see how they go uh, and if they can go deep into the tournament. Um, but it should be an interesting time if you like your NBA, stay peeled. Uh, okay, so we'll wrap this up. Yawn, Cody's just done a big yawn. Oh, I did. Yeah, 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 I've I'm just seen that out of the corner of my eye. Uh, let's do some music now. Cody, song this week, please. Uh, as covered earlier in, the, earlier in the app, friend of the show, roommate, Kane of Kane Toad and Half Cut fame. Mm-hmm. Released his first EP this week. Uh, been an absolute hit amongst our friends. So Absolutely. Far. Great reception. Floor five. Absolute tracks involved on this one. Good reception elsewhere as well. Mm. A lot of musicians who we don't necessarily know have been sharing it. Beatport Instagram page, over a million followers, shared it for the release of the That's week. Crazy. That is hectic. Um, That's so yeah, awesome. Huge. And you know what's funny? We're talking about him, and this is where he does his DJing in this very room. Yeah, that's his decks, that's his vinyls yeah, that's right a little, there. Little creative, uh, little, little creative, creative hub, yeah, <laughs> within this room here. There's a lot doing. There's a lot doing in this room. Yeah. Um, but look, guys, that's that. Thank you all for listening. I think a slightly longer app today, uh, but there was a lot to talk about. A lot happened. Eastern long weekend. We had a guest. Thank you very much, the Tolly Moffat, for coming on. Thank you for having me. It was good fun. Yes, it was a great time. Great to see, get a bit of an insight into you know the making of SPG and how that all goes down. Um, but as per usual, I'm Alexander Russell. I'm Cody. I'm Tolly. Thanks for coming. We'll see you next week. <laughs>